It's a tale as old as time. The good-looking yet unpopular guy with a hot girlfriend fucks the ghost of another hot girl, which ends up killing everyone he knows. It's prom night, so dress to the nine, spike the cup punch, and hope your condom doesn't break. We watched Prom Night 3, The Last Kiss. We watched it so you don't have to. So you know what time it is. What's up, Moon Goons? It is prom season. Mm-hmm. So, of course, we are taking on Prom Night 3, The Last Kiss here at Horrible Horror, the podcast where we watch the worst of the worst in horror movies. Movies so bad they're scary. I'm your host, Marshall Hampton. With me is my date to this year's prom, Mr. Aaron Southworth. Don't cry for me, Marshall Hampton. The truth is, I've always loved you. You've always podcast with me and had plenty of good old times. You're getting I've really kept weird. my promise. Don't keep your distance. I don't wow. Um, I don't know what that was. I don't know either, uh, but I am full of it today. <laughs> I'm having a lot of energy. It's bright. It's beautiful. It's uh, prom season. Marshall's my date. I am so excited. I can't even stop singing about it. We are dressed in nines. Aaron's wearing a beautiful white tux with black lapels. I am wearing a stunning sequined strapless dress with frills and everything. We are going out balls to the wall. He's showing some skin. <laughs> Loving it's it. slutty yet classy at the same time. <laughs> yeah, but we'll see how that looks after 10 p.m. You're going to be my 10 p.m. My 10 p.m. date. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so, like I said, we did Prom Night 3, the third installment of the Prom Night series, uh, which started with the Jamie Lee Curtis classic Prom Night back in 1980. Um this movie was released on Ju- June 28th, 1990. I do believe it was a straight-to-VHS cassette Yeah, we jumped movie. straight from Prom Night to Prom Night 2 to Prom well, Night 3. Prom so. Night 1 is actually pretty solid. I mean, it's Jamie Lee Curtis. I'm, yeah, we're not going to do that here. Yeah. Prom Night 2, eh, it's okay. But this movie takes such a drastic different turn from the other two movies. Like, the first two went... A more, like a serious route, trying to be right. a serious route. This movie just said, fuck that, we're doing something completely Let's different. Let's have some fun. Let's and have some fun. when they went back to four, they changed it again to try to be serious, only this time there basically is no prom, and it's about a killer priest. It's really fucking weird. <laughs> um, so anyway, the, it's an uh, hour and 37 minutes, uh, written by Ron Oliver, and also directed by Ron Oliver and Peter Simpson. Not John Oliver. No, Ron, Ron Oliver. Oliver. Mm. Um, the cast is pretty decent. Uh, a lot of them went on to do a lot of other things after this movie. Uh, the main star, Tim Collin, plays Alex Gray. He has 43 credits to his name, mostly TV work, just almost mm-hmm. all straight-up TV. Um, then you had uh, Dylan Neal, who plays Andrew, or I just, as I refer to him as King Jock. Um, <laughs> he has 86 credits, and where he was in recently, he was in the Fifty Shades of Grey movie and the hit show Arrow on the CW. Oh, okay. Um, 
the other two people I'm going to bring up are uh, Courtney Taylor, who plays Mary Lou Maloney, the mm-hmm. main antagonist. Uh, she did has 16 credits under her resume. And the only other thing that's even worth mentioning her is she plays the character Harris in the really, really super shitty movie called Camp Blood. Oh, which okay. I'm trying to find Blood. to do this, but it's it's awful. And then the last person is Cynthia Preston, who plays Sarah. Um, she has 80 credits to her name. She looked familiar to me. She, she looked familiar to me. She probably does look familiar. Again, she's 80 credits, a lot of sure, stuff. Sure, sure, sure. Um, she did do the Carrie remake back in 2013, I think it was. Oh, yeah, with that girl from Kick-Ass? Yeah. Yeah. And she – here's our nerd fact. There's always a nerd relation. Geek. All right. Here it is. What uh, is it? She was the voice of Zelda in the 1989 cartoon series The Legend of Zelda. I watched that. Yeah. I used to watch that all the time. I'd come home from school in, like, the fifth grade – Get a Capri Sun and a pack of Cheetos and watch Zelda and Super Mario Brothers. Yep, she was Zelda. Yeah, so, awesome. Um, that's that. Uh, I will say, I, I'll probably say it again, but I think Cynthia Preston or Sarah was probably the best character in this movie. I thought she did a really good job for I this. I felt script. something about her, and it yeah. was the Zelda connection. That's what it was. There, there you go. Deep in my heart, yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> all right, so let's get dirty here. Let's uh, Cracking it open. Crack open the drinks. All right. There we go. So, Today we are drinking Stiegel Radler. It's a nice, beautiful day outside, so we want something light and refreshing. refreshing. Ah. Something over ice. Something that's a little alcoholic, but also gives you a little sweet uh, grapefruit flavor. Yeah, these. the first time I had this was uh, actually at your bachelor party. And I drank like four of these things at, uh, before we even left the hotel room. Well, the good thing is that they're low alcohol. They yeah, don't have a high tasty, alcohol man. content. So you can tasty. drink a couple of them and you know keep your wits about you. Which is something I didn't do last night. <laughs> I got a little too drunk and a little too weird. So. Um, Thanks for sharing. (laughs) (laughs) So the movie opens in a cemetery during a dark, stormy night, and the camera zooms in on the grave marker of Mary Lou Maroney, who says died in 1957 at the age of 17. Um, Now, really don't need to know much for this one, but Mary Lou Maroney was, this is a kind of a direct follow from number two, whereas Prom Night 1 stands on its own. It was like its own thing. And then Prom Night 2... So Prom Night 2 is where we meet the uh, Mary Lou Mar- Maloney character mm. for the first She She appears in number two. Um, and it just like this one, it, it's a split scene where two is like it, it takes half of it takes place in 1957. The other half is modern day. Right. Um, anyway, so after we see the, the, the uh, grave marker, we are taken into hell, which looks like an old High school from a Nightmare on Elm Street movie or a dream or something. So I, I don't have much. I don't know much about the prom night. I don't know shit about it, okay. honestly. So when I see this and there's there's like 1950s saxophone, like rock and roll kind of playing. Yeah. And they go down into hell and they just have a whole bunch of women in like bras and short skirts. Dude, it, it turned into a Robert Palmer music video. Right, kind of. But uh, like with like a David Lynch twist. But uh, you know? so, yeah, kids, I mean, ask your parents who David, uh, who Robert Palmer is. And David probably, Lynch. Dad, David probably Lynch. David Lynch, yeah. too. Uh, <laughs> um, so yeah, we see all these girls. They're all dressed up. They're all alike. matching with black bras and like short. Like like black miniskirts, yeah, and, and like and, black stilettos and uh, thigh highs, that black thigh highs, with yeah, starters. and they're basically all chained together and they're dancing kind of like really, they're chained to the floor and like dancing like, like rockettes, kind of like doing a the can can kind of kick kind of thing, but like real yeah, lazily, like and they're like, yeah, and like um, they're, they're dirty, they got like dirt and smeared on them and soot and stuff. Yeah, and there's one of them going, "Come on, come on!" And she's on her knees and she's filing away at the chains, trying to break the chains. 
Yeah, yeah, they look like they like they're just been roofied rockets or something. Yeah, <laughs> and um, so yeah, she we see a girl who used the nail file to cut through her chains, and as soon as she cuts through the chains, the grave <laughs> marker explodes. It goes back to the tombstone, is boosh, just blows up, and she starts laughing. Cruises back to the high school, yeah, where- and starts flying through the halls, and that's like the first. Like when I saw this, I'm like. Fuck yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this movie seems really weird. Yeah. I'm in. Uh, so, yeah, we we jump to the night janitor of the local high school who's mopping the halls and drinking Jack Daniel from Bottle, which he hides in the water of his mop bucket, which hey man, is any, hilarious. Any any means necessary. At that point, I was like, if you're the one there, why even hide it? Yeah, yeah, really. <laughs> it's not like it's something you mm-hmm. want to keep cold in the water. You're not really, but. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> cold Jack Daniels it doesn't. Maybe yeah. on the rocks so or something. He kind of, he suddenly gets the chill as what we assume to be the spirit of Mary Lou flies past him. Yeah, he he just goes, <laughs> and he goes to this, the boiler room looking for the source so, yes. source of this noisy. This herd. is another thing. Is like he he gets the chill, then he goes like, "Hello, who's there? Who's there?" And then he really goes beyond the call of duty and starts searching all over and goes down into the boiler room. Yeah, me, I'd be like, "Who's hey, there?" Fuck it, back to mopping back and drinking Jack mop, Daniels. Yeah, mopping and drinking. <laughs> and uh, so in the boiler room, he comes across, he finds this old-fashioned jukebox yeah. in the middle of the room. <laughs> it's all lit up. It's playing music. Beautiful jukebox. Yeah. Really pretty. And he approaches it for a closer look. And then we see staying behind him a woman in a prom dress partially hidden in the shadows. She asks him to dance with her. And he startled. He spins around. He says something about his pacemaker. You almost caused sparks in my pacemaker. And she calls him Jackie Boy. And then he's Jackie like, Boy. no one's called me that in 30 years. Not since this one girl. <gasps> and then he figures bum, out, bum, like, bum. it can't be you. You died. She steps out into the light. Yeah. And she steps from shadow and saying, I, now I'm going to, uh, now I'm going to return the favor. And her face is messed up. It's like all burned scars mm. or something. Like you can tell she's all messed up. And Jack is the janitor, and he backs up into the jukebox, which then electrocutes <laughs> just him instantly with pink electricity. Yeah, it's like purple pink electricity. Just <laughs> touching it, just touching the jukebox causes him to become electrocuted. Yeah, and it, it electrocutes him so bad that it causes his pacemaker to explode, explode out, out his from chest. his chest. And lands like ten feet away from him. And, and the he thing is, it's so him. funny because the pacemaker—it's a pretty small device. But when it lands on screen, it's like the size of a fucking brick. Yeah, you know, it's I guess it's supposed to be so close to the camera, but yeah, it looks like a fucking like CD ROM drive or something. Right. It's so big. So that's 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 our intro right there. And uh, Mary Lou closes out the scene with the one liner: "Mama always said I would be a heartbreaker." Dun, 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 dun. And now we jump to the gymnasium, the gymnasium at the Hamilton High. Where there's an assembly being held to announce the grand opening of the new gym. Um, the band's playing La Bamba for some reason, which I thought was really an odd choice. They're doing a pretty good job. Yeah. Uh, and- <laughs> I know when I heard them, just like, okay, yeah, I kind of like this. <laughs> uh, and we see the main character, Alex Gray, who plays saxophone in the band, while his girlfriend watches from the seated crowd in the audience. Um, now, during his speech, the principal says that the opening of the new gym makes marks the new era in the school's history, the ground tremors, the mystery noises, the vanishing students, and the st- sudden unexplained fire that burnt down the last gym are a thing of the past. So it's kind of like this. Everyone knows that this school's got some weird mojo going on. Yeah, because, it, again, it's the same, supposed to be the same school from right. number two and the stuff that happened. But 
it, like it is and it isn't. Like, it kind of has a Sunnydale vibe from like Buffy the Vampire Slayer, like Sunnydale High. Everyone's like, oh, this school, you know, there's ghosts and ghouls and kids die, but <laughs> we go to school here still. Yeah. It's that kind of feel. That's <laughs> yeah. actually a really good way to, I think, explain that. That's probably yeah. pretty, I don't think I could do a better uh, comparison. Um, so. The principal goes to cut the red ribbon, which he also ends up cutting off one of his own fingers. <laughs> he goes to cut the ribbon. I'm thinking, okay, something's going to happen when he cuts the ribbon. But he cuts his fucking finger off. Yep. <laughs> and as soon as he does, the gym doors fly open and the wind room is wind filled with like, just... a fucking wind vortex. Yeah, it's like a wind tunnel comes through and it's, you know, shit's flying everywhere. The principal's freaking out. You know, his his fingers got cut off, you know, the, and then all of a sudden some the band starts playing again. Yeah, it's like the Titanic, like, keep uh, playing them off, yeah, play them off, keep, keep going. Playing. Um, so after that scene, we cut to two fatties on a stationary bike. Which I love. I love I love this. This whole scene is awesome. <laughs> and Alex is working out with his best friend, Shane. I call him Sean for some reason, but Shane. And uh, Shane is trying to get Alex to come on a summer road trip with him. But Sarah, the girlfriend, wants him to spend the summer at a farm so they can be together in nature. Um, and it's a it not much happening. It's just setting up the characters and kind of setting some Classic stuff Classic situation. Go, go on the road trip or hang out on a farm. Happens to me all the time. Yep. Um, so Alex then has a meeting with his guidance counselor. And she's te- she tells him that he's not going to go to medic- medical school because his average is 71. What the fuck does that mean? Because I don't understand what scale they're using. I mean, we all know the 4.0 system, and I believe some schools even use, like, a 5.0 system. But I've never heard of a 71. I mean, I guess what I'm is that thinking, supposed to be out of 100? I'm, I'm assuming so. Out of 100, he scores at about a 71%, which, which would be is a low C. It's a very low C, but, and again, C is average. Yeah. And that's kind of like the theme with Alex here is that he He's is average. Yeah. the most, at, like, Average Joe bag of donuts ever, you know. It's just such a weird, like, 71. It's like, why not just say you have a 2.0 or a C average or something like that? You're like, why? That's just fucking weird. So she tells him there there are other options besides med school for someone like him, like building maintenance, food services, ditch digger. Mm. Basically, you're a C average. You're going to be a loser the rest of your life. Right, right, right. It's not like he's a high school dropout. I know. It's It's like, he's. Jesus Christ, talk about shitting on his dreams right yeah, off the bat. Exactly. Um, so after this meeting. Fucking guidance counselors, <laughs> fucking I'll tell guidance you what. Counts. Uh, so after the meeting, he finds a present in his locker, which turns out to be a stethoscope given to him by Sarah. <laughs> um, Quick note about the stethoscope. Yep. That's a shit stethoscope. Those are actually <laughs> the disposable stethoscopes that you use in the hospital. Wow. Like if you have an infection that's in- contagious, you know, you don't take your stethoscope in and out of that room and use it on other patients they have their own and it's a shitty disposable one that's <laughs> like eight bucks wow so, so just just a little uh knowledge there for you guys didn't know they uh, made disposable stethoscopes oh, yeah. um oh, yeah. Tons so of sarah po- shows up they chit chat a bit we learned that today is their one-year anniversary and alex is like oh yeah of course i'm gonna take you out to a nice romantic candlelit dinner Cut to them sit the two of them sitting in his car with two candles sitting on the dashboard. I thought that was pretty funny. <laughs> yeah. Um and Alex goes on a little rant about being average and wanting more. And like just being unhappy. And Sarah gets upset with him because like she takes a person like, Oh, I'm not good enough or you you're not happy with me and she wants to be taken home. So 
we cut to Alex walking up the front steps of the school. Yeah, he says he's got to study, and he's he left his books at school, so Which, he goes back to the school. Like, I mean, it comes across as like nine, ten o'clock at night. It's pretty late. Yeah, yeah. So like, I would never be like, oh shit, I left my book at school. Let me go get it at nine o'clock at night. No, you're no one's gonna, no school is gonna be open. Hey. So he's looking for his biology teacher or something, and uh. No one's there. No Again, one's I'm at like, the school. Yeah, exactly. Who in the right mind would think that anybody would be at the school if that's late at night? So he, after not being able to open the doors, not doors are locked naturally. Like, well, no shit. And he turns to walk away, and but then the doors open behind him magically. He enters the school, and the doors close behind him magically. Yeah. Poof. Uh, so he's walking down the hallway, and we get more POV shots of like Mary Lou's ghosts flying and spinning around through the hallways, which I kind of like these shots, these angles. They're kind of fun. Well, it made me think a lot of like the Evil Dead series, you know, just Evil Dead, the, yeah. the cam work, very Sam Raimi esque. Yeah. Yeah. I like, I, I, I like them. Mm-hmm. Um, so Alex heads up some stairs, and right as he's about to reach the top, Mary Lou pops up in front of him. He stumbles back, falls down the stairs, and rips off an American flag. Yeah, he grabs the American like the American flags on the wall, and he he you know he's scrambling. He pulls it down. Yeah, and Mary Lou descends down the stairs towards Alex. Her, Her hand- fingernails grow, grow into like like Freddy she's claws. gonna fuck him up. Yeah, she stands over Alex, ready to kill him. But Alex rolls over to face her, and upon seeing Alex, she falls in love with him instantly. Instantly. Um, she also manages to make all of her burn scars disappear. Like, her, all of her face, she's completely normal now. Now she's pretty. Mm-hmm. Mm. The two of them just start kissing, and they make out on top of the American flag as the star-spangled as, banner as, plays. As the, the national background. anthem plays, I fucking love it. And, like, the, the flag's laid out. They start making out on top of the flag. It's a really weird scene. Yes, it is. Um, so the next morning... Alex wakes up naked, lying in the school hallway, wrapped up in the flag. And students become start coming down the stairs. Alex grabs his stuff. He runs off. But I have a problem just because my question is, wouldn't they have already seen him? Because they're going, if they went up the stairs the first time, they'd have to, that means they would have had to walk over him to get up the stairs to come back down. That's a good point. I didn't think about that. Yeah. No. Like, they just start like on the third floor or second floor of the high school. <laughs> How did they get up there? They, Al- they they helicopter in. Yeah, apparently yeah. because yeah. They, they parachute in. So they they jetpack in, Marshall. Duh. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so the next few scenes are comical supposed, like comic ooh, relief. I'm Alex, running around wrapped in American yeah, flag. He runs around trying naked to, yeah. tr- trying to find a place to hide. Um after a quick scene in the bathroom. Where we this is where we first meet King Jock, and uh, who basically <laughs> likes to give himself finger guns in the mirror. Who doesn't? <laughs> I'm finger gunning myself all the time. It sounds dirty. Yeah, it does. Uh, but I, I do like that he's he's the, so the Jock's there. Andrew the Jock. He's he's you know like what are you doing here, man? Jeez, get get your act together. And he goes, nice dress bag. Yeah. <laughs> it's like you don't hear that very much anymore. No, nope. you really don't hear that very much anymore. Got so when you hear 80s. it from the eighties movies, you just kind of go, ah. <laughs> Back when you can call people fag. Yeah. <laughs> um. So yeah. Uh. So he get out, uh, uh, King Jack finger guns in the mirror, and then he leaves. And Alex is next seen using a payphone, but at first because of the POV, it's the POV of the from the phone's perspective, and it yeah. makes it look like he has a payphone in his locker. 
And that's when I, when it's a weird shot. It's because he's staying in front of a wall lockers, of lockers. Yeah. Students behind him going in out of lockers. And we've already seen him as locker earlier because it did the same POV shot when he got the present, the, the, the stethoscope gift. And now, so it just looks like he has a payphone in his locker. Yeah, it's just weird. And he calls home to tell his parents that he's fine, but they just fucking yell at him. And the mom sounds like any adult from a Peanuts cartoon. And I don't know about you, but did, did you did the dad sound Japanese to you? <laughs> he sounded like a like no. Japanese voiceover guy to me. Um, so this, oh, you come on now, you bring home the car. Yeah, I mean the phone conversation makes zero <laughs> sense. Fine. Even disregarding the fact that we literally can't understand what the parents are saying, but just based on what Alex's responses are, his parents are freaking out and yelling. But Alex is like, not once, he's like, hey, I'm just at school. I'm okay. He doesn't say I'm at school. He's like freaking out. Like, oh, I got to use the car. I'll bring the car home later or something like that. Just, yeah, why weird. don't you just say you're, not at, you're just at school? You're fine. Like, why are they freaking out? Well, he stayed the night. He was stayed out. I guess that's why they're yeah, upset. Yeah, but all but... he says is, hey, uh, yeah, I'm at I'm school, okay. guys. I'm, I'm school. fine. I'll see, you after, yeah. I'll see you when I get home from Seems school. Weird. Yeah, it's like, it's just... Really weird. Um, so Sarah shows up with cookies for Alex, and because they're saying she doesn't get mad, she bakes. Um, so they they kiss and make up. I wish my wife did that. She just yells at me. <laughs> <laughs> um, and here we get the chess club announcement joke about the chess club. Me has been uh, tournament or meet has been canceled, so all chess club players are re- report to library and play with themselves. Wah, wah. That's another joke. Yeah, so yeah, all the announcements about this movie are like gag announcements. They're all gag announcements. So it's yeah. like this movie has this real lighthearted feel. Mm-hmm. Um, in the library, Alex finds a newspaper article about the death of Mary Lou, along with her picture, and realizing that who oh, is wow, like, I just oh. made out with a dead. Yeah, girl. he gets a little spooked and he leaves. And we jump to the biology class where the teacher is handing out tests. Uh, the teacher also smacks Alex over the head with a stack of papers after Alex says, yeah, I'm up for the challenge, teacher. Or anything. Dick. Again, yeah. 80s. The teacher beats the student <laughs> with it. It's All right, nice. 80s. Um, so the test begins, and almost immediately, Alex goes into, like, a daydream, daydream trance. And he's all alone in the classroom, and Mary Lou pops up, and they talk, and... He snaps out of the daydream as the timer goes off, not having written a single word on the test. Um, after another joke announcement is heard as the students are turning in their tests to leave, this one's about a clinic for facial hair removal that the female weightlifting team is required to go Mandatory. to. Um, so at this point, we, we go to the football field after school where Alex is just getting his ass handed. You just see him just practice. getting fucking mauled. You know, yeah. he's getting tackled left and right. He's a shitty player. Yeah. You know, the, and, the, the jock is like, you're always going to yeah, be second King, string. Yeah, King jock's heckling yeah. him a lot. Yeah. And the one, th- one thing that drives me absolutely batty about this scene is that none of the uniforms match. <laughs> I know. This is supposed Not even to be like, like practice a, squad. A, a unified, like, high school legit team, and none of them match. They, they're... They, I counted three different helmets with different logos on them, two to three different types of pants, and four <laughs> different jerseys they were wearing, all v- different colors right, and styles. Right. <laughs> hey, man, you get by with what you can, I guess. You know, it's just it's pretty bad. Not. It's pretty bad. How the fuck would you know what's going on? Exactly. <laughs> and there's also a shot of the quote-unquote good players coming out of a huddle and lined up in a formation, but this is no formation makes zero sense for anybody who follows football. Because it would never be used in a real football it's team piled, game yeah, ever. Yeah. I mean, they stack up in what looks like a tight pyramid, 
and there's only nine of them. Where's the other two players on the defense? <laughs> I mean, it looks like something you would see in like a Looney Tunes cartoon, or right? Like yeah. Or if like Space Jam was in football <laughs> instead of basketball, like this is what they would line up at. It's kind of funny because you make a good point. Yeah, it's 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 very just. They don't give a fuck. No. Yeah, they give zero fucks. Zero fucks are meant in this movie. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like they took all their fucks, put them in a nice little wooden box, and put it under their bed. Yeah, because they have none. Exactly. Um. So now Alex starts hearing Mary Lou's voice in his head, and he suddenly becomes super Jack. He becomes inspired. Yeah, I mean, he catches a hail mary pass from the backup QB for a touchdown. And after practice in the locker room, Alex is getting like good job pats on the back. Everyone's and, like, yeah, everyone, way to go, way to go, except for fucking King, dickhead yeah. Andrew. And King Jock shows up. He's pissed off. He says, Alex, you know, if that was a real game, I'd have kicked your ass. I'm like, why? Why would you be pissed off if you scored a touchdown that you're, only helps you win? You're on the same team. This makes no sense. Well, if Alex dropped an easy touchdown pass like Jared Cook does, I can understand <laughs> the anger. But, oh, Jared Cook. <laughs> uh so anyway, King Jock is about to punch Alex in the face when he gets called to the office by Mary Lou over the intercom. And we cut to the biology teacher in his classroom going over the test that they took earlier that day. And Alex, he gets to Alex's test and he marks it with a big, bold F because it's completely big, blank. Yeah, he's got like one sentence. It's, it's like at, his, yeah, name his name. Is on, it's yeah, like his nothing name. else is on there. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, words begin to magically fill in the blank test. The F just kind of hear the like, yeah. scribble sound, and yeah. and it's replaced by an A. And now we hear Mary Lou calls out to Mister Walker, the teacher, who looks up to see her standing behind the bar of an ice cream parlor that has just magically shown up in the back of his classroom. The lights have gone down, and she's got like a spotlight on him, and he's like, "Young lady, what are you up to? Yeah. What the?" Yeah, instead of freaking the fuck out about where the hell does ice cream parlor come from? You've been like, in this room grading papers. For years. I'm sure he's, you know, that's his room for years. Sure. And out of nowhere, nowhere. it just suddenly appears. You wouldn't go, ah! Yeah. <laughs> he's, like, he's like, lady, you can't be in here. You're in a lot of trouble. He never reacts to the ice cream parlor, which the top half of it is made from a fucking car complete with headlights turned on. It's it's like a 1950s-esque yeah, type of. Totally yeah, it's totally 1950s-esque. Yeah. Um, so Mary Lou offers him two hard and firm ice cream cones that just melt in your mouth. And he refused, like, no, I don't want them. Yeah, he's not into it. And he's like, I, <laughs> I demand to know who you are. And she tells him that she she is Alex's new girlfriend, and she accuses him of having a bad attitude and then stabs him in each hand with an ice cream cone. They go through his hands. Pinning him to the counter. Yeah, when blood splats on his, his face. face. It's yeah. a great effect. It really is. And then Mary Lou grabs an electric hand mixer, <laughs> turns it on, and drives it into the teacher's face. And we see the mixer, like, punch through the back of his, his head. skull. Yeah, and it just cuts away. <laughs> so that that's pretty, it was actually pretty awesome. Yeah. Um, Alex then enters the classroom and finds something large lying underneath, lying on the front table underneath a bloody, bloody sheet. sheet. Wonder and, what that is. Yeah, gee. And before he can uncover it, Mary Lou pops up. They talk a bit. They, you know, there's some dialogue, and she shows him the magically completed test, and he realizes that she is in fact the ghost of Mary Lou, and mm-hmm. and he's surprisingly cool with yeah, that. Yeah, he's kind of like, whoa, Alex ghost has, like, lady. Hardly any All emotion right. in this movie. I'm yeah. not saying he does a, necessarily a bad job as an actor. We've seen far worse, but he gets 
he never really seems to get upset at things that would, most people would be like, what the fuck is he's going on? He's very zen. Yeah. You know, he's very even. Like, he he has like little ups serious, and little like, downs, but lithium, he... Uh, uh, God damn, lithium <laughs> or something. Days. Yeah. Um. So he's all cool until he lifts the sheet back to see the bloody remains of Mr. Walker have turned into a banana split. He's been gutted. He's split down the middle, opened up a whole bunch of ice cream, banana, banana split. Fruit, yeah, it's, been, it's basically a giant banana split inside off, like, of him. Little American flag. Yeah, very patriotic. Yeah, uh, except for the fact that if you notice, the face and the head are perfectly fine, even though we just saw get a mixer plunge through his head. I didn't notice that. His face, there's not a mark on his face. I was too busy looking at the, that ice cream sundae. Ice cream So Alex just actually saying, oh no, and yeah. walks away. <laughs> oh no. no. He's like, nope, nope. <laughs> now this is the first murder he'd seen. Yeah. So this is the first, he just, he realizes that he's got ghost girl. Yeah. Okay, that's fucking scary, but, you know, she seems to be kind of on his side. Yeah. Because she hasn't done anything crazy yet. Not yet. That he's seen. And she's like, oh, yeah, here's your fucking gutted teacher who's now having ice cream sundae yeah. stuffed inside of his body cavity. And so, like, holy shit, what did yeah. you do? He's like, he just oh, goes, no. oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> and he tries to walk away, but Mary Lou stops him. And, again, just, like, the reaction is re- just bonkers that he just doesn't, his lack of reaction to this. And she tells him to hide the body. He's like, no, I can't do that. She kisses him and disappears, leaving Alex alone with the body. And that's basically all it takes because he's like, all right, I'll hide the body. All right, you got it, babe. <laughs> so apparently all it takes for him to become an accomplice to murder is it's a, a little kiss. Sh- a little sugar. It's a little kid. And it's just fucking teenagers. I mean, you know, <laughs> God damn Well, I remember walking around just like a walking hard on <laughs> in high school. I mean, God, I just I would do anything. Yeah. That's what I'm saying, man. Just a little kiss, and all of a sudden you got somebody to, you know. Yeah. Maybe she'll touch it. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, he wraps up the body and hides it in the cabinet underneath the counter. And just a great fucking hiding place, by the way. No one will ever find it in there. <laughs> uh, so after school, he runs to his car, which just, again, happens to be parked right in front of the school at the base of the front steps, which I call bullshit on, yeah, too. Yeah. We've all been to high school, and we've all yeah. driven there. You never just you never park right in front you of the school. You never get the good, sweet spot. It's always One, something... if that's even a parking spot, that would be for teachers only or handicapped. And two, if it's not, it's that sure, fucking nerd. I'm it's some sure. nerd that comes up early all the time. Yeah. Like, hang on, a good spot. You know. And again, I know I'm nitpicking on this, but the way he's parked, he'd be parked on the wrong side of the street. Because the car's facing the wrong way. He would have been... You do know where this movie is filmed, don't you? Canada. Yeah. Doesn't mean, they still drive on the right side of the road up there. Oh, they do? Yeah. It's not England. <laughs> oh. Well. Anyway. <laughs> so, uh... Whoops. Yeah. Anyway, so, anyway... It was my face red. His, his friend Shane pops from the back seat, scares Alex. Nothing really happens in this scene. They drive away. So Alex gets home, and he gets a fucking surprise party from his parents for getting an A on his test. And his parents, his sister, and Sarah, who's there, they act like he just cured fucking cancer. Yeah. The way they're carrying on. They've and, got the place decked out. It says they got streamers. They got stuff on the wall. They got food. They got a big spread. And Dan's yeah. like, I'm going to make my world famous banana splits. Yeah. And so, again, Alex must be a complete fucking idiot if this is how they're acting, getting one A. Like, has he never got an A <laughs> yeah. before in his life? And he wanted to go to medical school? 
What? So anyway, the mother says that Mr. Walker called to tell him about the news, and like you just said, the father is making his famous banana mm-hmm. splits. And Mr. Walker is the one who been gutted. Was a, yeah, he's it dead. Became a banana split. <laughs> so later that night, Alex is driving Sarah home, and again she gets upset with him for being so quiet and standoffish in the car. She gets out of the car, walks home after they argue in the street. Alex ends up back at school. He sneaks in, takes some sort of special like silver or chrome trophy shovel from a glass case, which I was weird. Yeah, it's like, like why well, would it sho- like the only thing I can think of is like groundbreaking, like a groundbreaking ceremony. This was the inaugural shovel. Yeah, that that's broke the only thing I thought for- too, Yeah, I mean, like, but he grabs this little fucking shovel. Yeah, it's not a big one, and then he proceeds to drag Mr. Walker's body all the way out to the football field. Why the fuck in the middle the of the football yeah, field? Man, this guy is a fucking moron. This is like well-manicured lawns. This, yeah. this is something you're going to notice. Nobody's going to know. It's like a grave-shaped hole in the 50-yard line. Take him to the fucking woods, dumbass. Yeah. Jesus. God. Don't you know how to kill people, right? Jeez. This guy wanted to go to medical school, my ass. Yeah, he can't even dispose of a body. Fucking A. <laughs> um, so, again, he, I was just... You know what? That guidance counselor was right. He, she was. He is a 71. I mean, <laughs> yeah, he's just goddamn dumb. And no wonder his parents threw him a party for getting an A if this is how he, the, the shit he builds. My God. So Mary Lou, he spots Mary Lou dressed as a nurse, dancing for him in one of like, the school windows. And she's dancing, does like a strip tease. doing a little strip tease. And, while know. Alex continues to finish burying it's, it's, the body. It's kind of nice to watch. Um, <laughs> after, the, after he buries the body, he finds her in the nurse's office, nurse's room. And they end up having ghost sex on, like, the doctor's exam ghost table that's sex. just in this room. And it, like, lights up red. Yeah, it's like, glows red underneath yeah, it, But it's, like, a weird scene. It's, like, it cuts back from, like, him digging the hole to them doing it in the office. And then him digging the hole and them doing it in the office. It's, like, is he imagining this? Is he getting inspired? He's, like, I'm going to dig. It's, like, he's the faster he's digging, it seems like the hotter the sex is getting. Yeah. It's it's weird. I, mean, I couldn't figure it out. Is he I imagining think, it? I, I, I but then I, it, I realized, okay, he did it. Yeah, it happened. Yeah. Like he, they just did it in a weird way. It was way. just weird. Yeah, I, 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 I didn't like it. I, I didn't like it. Like um, so after the sex, Alex tries to set some ground rules with Mary Lou, which are like no more killing, no more calling his house, and he says if anyone finds out about them, it's over. And she tells him not to worry so much. Alex tells her he loves her all of a sudden, and they kiss some more. Man, uh, he moves quick. Yeah, man. Uh, we jump to some other day, uh, and it's the middle of of the school's football team playing on the field. And again, no, the football field has no lines on it. No lines. There's four tiny little bleachers and two benches. Fucking Canadians. I mean, (laughs) exactly. It's like, take the time to put some basic football. There's no out of bounds lines. There's no even end zone. Was there a ref? There's no, there is no ref. There's a coach. There's a coach. I mean, they might as well be playing on like a grassy field, like a soccer field, but even a soccer field has lines. It's like schoolyard. It's yeah. like it's like it's like after school football with your friends in the yard. Yeah, but this is supposed to be two high schools competing against each other. Um, so anyway, during the game, King Jack gets pulled in the middle of the game and replaced by Alex, who once again scores a touchdown on the same hail mary pass. And that's right after he knows his fingers sticking out from the field, <laughs> which he smashes and grinds back grinds into the them grass. back into the grass. Um. Now we cut to an Asian kid who's crying because he's not the top of the honor roll list. So 
There are some nice stereotypes for you. A little, little racist little, jab little, there. A little, 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 little of racism in that one. Because the, the topless spot now belongs it's a nice to little Alex. Morsel. It's a nice little morsel of yeah. racism right there. It's a, it's a little good, pinch. It's just a little pinch. Yeah, just a pinch. So apparently this 1A took Alex from a 71 all the way to the top of the class. Yeah, he's one A. He went from the seventy-one all the way to like valedictorian. He's he's top of the class. He's king shit now. Um, so this enrages the guidance counselor. Like she is pissed the she's, fuck off. She's like that little fucker hacked the system. Yeah, so, she's all mad thinking yeah. he's cheating, something like that. So she storms out of her office to find Alex, but she's cut and she's off. She's walking by Mary down Lou. the hall. She's she's got a little body on her. Yeah, you know? I was she's, seeing she's her. Not turns. a bad looking woman. I was like, all right, way to go, guidance counselor. Yeah, good for yeah, you. Yeah, someone's been. Doing... I never had a guidance counselor look like that. Someone's been doing squats. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but she's cut off and he- she's headed off by Mary Lou, and Mary Lou drags her, basically takes her to the whole mech room. And plops the guidance counselor into like a hair sal- a salon chair. The and she's kind of got a Jersey girl, 57 kind of attitude. You know, like, hey, oh, it's that a- ain't no manicure. You got to get, you know, I can't do it, but fuck no, it. You, you um, that, was, that was more like Puerto Rican. Yeah. <laughs> Ooh, bye, puppy. <laughs> no, uh, so anyway, it's got like the bubble, like hair dryer on top of yeah. it. And these metal clasps snap up and restrain the counter to the chair as battery acid pours down on top of her from the hair dryer. She's just getting covered in this like purpley, yeah. And this scene looked I'm brownish. Like, I wouldn't know saying it before, but now seeing like this looked like it would belong perfectly in street trash. Yeah, it's kinda. like this purple like melting effect. Yeah. So, um, so she's getting burned alive from this battery acid. She burns. She melts to death as Mary Lou just stands there and watches, like smacking her gum. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Alex is then summoned to the home ec room, and in the darkened classroom. Alex bumps into a few mannequins, and then the burnt, melted by the counselor falls on top of him. When he stands up, Mary Lou's behind him playing Susie Housekeeper. Uh, he shouts, like, I thought I said no more go, no, no more killing people. And she replies, well, well, she wasn't a person. She was just a guidance counselor. <laughs> and then kicks her in the head, basically. They really don't like guidance counselors no. in this movie. Uh, not at all. So Mary Lou then pushes Alex onto a table, mounts him, and they make out some more. Yeah, he doesn't. He again, he's just easily influenced yeah. by female, you know, charm. Yeah, like, he can't do. He can't do make any him. fucking decision, or can't. You know, she just murdered another fucking person. Yeah, which now he has to take care of, and he's he's upset. But oh no, give it a little little sugar, little wiggle. Yep, you know, and everything's done. fine. He's yeah. like, okay. Uh, so we're jumping ahead to Alex pulling up in his driveway, and his father's there waiting for him, and it basically. Hearing the news that Alex has now made the top of the honor roll, his family has bought him a brand new fucking Harley Davidson fat boy. <laughs> God damn, these parents must have absolutely zero expectations for Alex. <laughs> I mean, we go from a surprise part for getting A to a brand new Harley for getting honor roll. Jesus. Good God. What else is he going to get? Dad, I got laid. Here's a car. Here's a, Here's a trip to Hawaii. Yeah. Yeah. Here's the keys to the city. Yeah. Or something. I don't <laughs> fucking know. Uh, so, skipping ahead again, Alex is uh, burying the guidance counselor in the football field. And he's patting down the newest grave, like, you know, finishing up. And when King Jack shows up, uh, nor wanting to know what Alex is doing. Again, middle of the fucking night. Yeah, yeah, We're why talking. Is he there? It's probably like two or three because that's a good time to go dispose of a body. I, I would, would say think. at least midnight. Sure. At least midnight. At least. At least. Yeah. And so King, King Jack, Jack shows, up, shows up. And he's just like, you are, you're cutting into my football time. Blah, blah, blah. You're the, what are you doing yeah. out here? Yeah. And there's only one star on this team, yeah. and you better stay in your place. And then King Jock 
punches Alex, sending him to the ground. And in runs Mary Lou, dressed in full football gear, head to toe, pads Again, different uniform. Totally different uniform than any of the other ones. Um, and she tells King Jack, like, go long or something like he that. He thinks it's somebody else. And again, he, the Jack's like, yeah, fuck yeah, I'll play yeah, some catch. Play some football sure. right, now, right I'm and here in the middle of the night punching out the other guy on the team who's also mysteriously here. Yeah. Someone shows up, full football gear. No one else is wearing football gear. Yeah, I'll go deep. Let's do it. In a weird it. uniform I've never seen before. The fuck so is yeah, going so he goes on? deep. Mary Lou throws a perfect spiral. And in mid-flight, the football morphs into a half football, half drill. Drill, like big giant drill. Drill that hits King Jock right in the chest, killing him and pinning him up against the goalpost. <laughs> Alex yells at her for killing again, and he tells her that the relationship is over. Mary Lou throws like a spectral temper tantrum. <laughs> she stomps her feet. She's like, Alex! Alex! Wind Alex! starts picking up. Yeah, wind's blowing like it a It blows tornado. him over. Yeah, and she disappears in this bright purple light and it just vanishes. And we jump to the sex ed class where Alex and the rest of the class are watching a shitty, outdated sex ed film strip. And Mary Lou appears to Alex in the film strip and he flips out, runs out of the room. Yeah. It's it's it, it's yeah. stupid. Um, I do like that. I would want to watch more of that sex because it was <laughs> the social disease. Social, yeah, it's not sex disease, STDs or anything. Loose it's social disease. Morals. <laughs> social disease. <laughs> she died in two weeks. Yeah, from social that's, disease. That's some pretty intense social disease. <laughs> yeah, it's like fucking Ebola or something. <laughs> I don't even know if that kills you that fast. Um, so outside, he's approached by two detectives who ask him questions about missing King Jack. And right when they pull up, it goes, dun, 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 dun. Uh, yeah. You know, it's like Dragnet playing. Exactly. And they're classic detectives in the trench coats. And, yeah. yeah. The London Fog yeah. coats. Or what. Um, so after school, uh, we see Bob's Sod Farm, which specializes in high school football fields, is seen driving towards the school. Uh-oh. So Alex is next seen laying on his bed, reading books about ghosts and sexual hauntings. And he hears Mary Lou calling out for him, and he rides off into night on his Harley. He goes to the football field where he sees a football set up on a tee. And now, just like a Charlie Brown cartoon, he runs at it, ready to kick it. And, however, instead of Lucy moving the ball, a zombie hand reaches up from the ground, the ground grabs, grabs his, ankles, his ankle, trips him. And the bodies of Mr. Walker, the counselor, and King Jack all rise up from the grave. Zombie, all zombieified, crawling after him. And they're just about to get to him when he's woken up in his bed by his younger sister, who tells him he has a call from Shane. And we cut to the cops and ambulances at the football field, digging up the bodies and loading them up into the ambulances. And the two detectives are... They're they're asking questions about all this stuff. It's got some humor, you know. I mean, it's kind of funny. Like the the beat cops when interacting with the detective, it's pretty funny. Yeah, it's not bad. It's really not that bad. And Alex and Shane are sitting by a pool at Shane's house, and Alex has come clean to Shane about Mary Lou and paying all the killings. And again, Shane's like, "All right, dude, that's totally yeah. cool. Yeah, sure, no problem, man. Not yeah. a problem. I got you back. So you're banging a ghost, and you've uh, helped your accessory to murdering yeah, three, three murders, people, three now, yeah. And uh, yeah, you know you're having trouble with your girl too. Yeah. So uh, yeah. So Shane, Sean, so it's a regular Thursday night. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Shane's like, well, you know what? We should just leave town tonight. We could be in Mexico before anyone even notices we're gone. Alex just passes out on the uh, instantly. Uh, long, instantly passes out on the long furniture. Lightweight. And Shane goes to answer the doorbell. When he opens the door, he sees Leah, which is Alex's younger sister. 
And she's like, is Alex here? He's like, yeah, come on in. And inside, she takes off her coat, and she's wearing, like, this really nice purple dress, and she immediately starts flirting. Kind of like seducing. Trying to yeah. seduce Shane. She knows and what Shane's wearing. Shane's wearing a black karate gi with a yin-yang symbol I love it. it. I love it. I'm just like, that's so fucking 80s. I know, like, oh. oh. 80s when somebody just be lounging around like, like a karate gi. <laughs> I'm just wearing my black karate gi with a yin-yang. Yeah, I got yeah. a black belt. <laughs> <laughs> I bought this at Kmart. <laughs> I got a black belt and chicken heads. Or venture. What's Remember up, venture people? <laughs> venture, farm more. Yeah. Grandpas. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, farm more. Yeah. Uh, so, where was it? Uh, oh, yeah. She tells Shane that he's such a good friend and that he has a really good heart. And he's like, Do you want to see it? And then she punches through him, and we see her hand with his heart in it. Smash through the, the back, back of the couch. Of the couch, yeah. Alex wakes up from Shane's screams, finds him dead. <laughs> Giant hole in his chest. Mary Lou appears to him in a mirror and says some, she talks to him about some shit. And then she no leaves. No one leaves me, Alex. Blah, blah, yeah, blah. and she leaves saying, see you later, alligator. And again, this is a direct callback to Prom Night 2 because in Prom Night 2, Mary Lou or whoever's possessed by Mary Lou is always saying, See you later, alligator. It's like her ongoing like oh, okay. trademark line. Um, so Alex speeds away from Shane's house as Shane's parents pull up and go inside. Now back at his house, Alex is checking on his sleeping family members and then takes watch on the stairs with his father's shotgun. Yeah, and they had this like shitty rap montage time where yeah. he's like taking caffeine pills and pounding the soda and getting the shotgun shells, and it's just like crappy white guy rap it's really bad yeah it's real it is awful um so we see cops racing towards his house and alex hears mary lou talking but she's nowhere to be found she just hear he just hears her voice and after some visual trickery um dealing with like the tv alex hears the voice of a cop on the other side of the door he spins around he fires the shotgun blowing a hole in the door the cops outside open fire he hits the floor the doors turn to Swiss cheese. They Just, burst in, and Alex surrenders. But what's really bonkers is that this whole scene, all this gunfire and glass breaking, none of the sleeping family members wake up <laughs> to go see what's happening. Yeah, everyone's just... And they're like 50 yeah. feet away. And it's like an army is shooting these guns. Yeah. And glass breaking. And no one wakes up. No one has It's any... not until we see Alex being hauled away in the cop car that we see his parents like, I'll get... Yeah, this isn't right. It's yeah. Like, what? How dare you take my son? Yeah. So the next several scenes are really quick, and there are TV news reporters about Alex and the killings. And so this, you, you get the idea. This has been a couple days. Yeah, it, yeah. it had to be a couple of days mm. to have passed by. He's now. showing up for court, and yeah, yeah. And um, they blame the killings on bad diet, rock music, and too many horror movies. Are <laughs> what they blame for Alex's behavior. So uh, if that was the truth, God, I'd be killing we'd, everyone. Yeah, then. we'd be awful. Yeah. We'd be fucking mass <laughs> murderers. Make it to sixteen. <laughs> <laughs> um, so Alex is locked up in a holding cell when Mary Lou comes to him at night dressed as another cop. Um, she just walks through the bars, and it's not a bad effect. No, it's really not. Yeah, especially um, for nineties, you know. Yeah, uh, for yeah, eighty-seven, ninety, whatever, whatever it was. Yeah. Um, well, now it's gonna bother me. Let's, 
Well, it was released in 1990, but they say the... The, yeah. It was released in 1990, but it says the prom was on 1987. So it's like set in 87. Did it? I missed yeah, that part. which okay. is really weird. So I don't know if they filmed it and it just sat on the shelf for a while. They're like, fuck it, let's release it now. That could be. Because it's really 80s fucking it's style. It's 80-tastic. 80s on the ass, yeah. yeah. Um, so she walks through the bars, and she wants and wants Alex to blow this joint with her. Uh, but apparently that means he has to die. Like for him to like, yeah, she like holds up a knife to his neck and she's like, it only hurts for a minute. It's the jail key that's been sharpened into a knife, right? Um, And she's like, it only only hurts for a second, yeah, yeah. So, anyway, so two more cops come running up to the cell. Mary Lou turns around and her eyes are glowing with like this purple energy and like lightning bolts shoot out of each one of her eyes, killing the two other cops, yeah. She turns back to Alex. Says, this is because of that bitch girlfriend of yours. Well, if I can't have you, nobody can. She then disappears in a burst of light. Alex grabs a key ring left behind by Mary Lou, makes his escape, picks up one of the cop's guns on his way out. He carjacks another cop at gunpoint. And I do love this cop. I love this cop because while at gunpoint, <laughs> he just says, uh, one question. I just have one question. question. He's like, what? Why fruit? <laughs> I don't know why, but I found that funny. <laughs> Which is a reference. We I don't know if we mentioned it, but it was a reference to when uh, the the body was stuffed. Oh, with, we totally mentioned the bananas. Well, we mentioned the banana split, but that that scene when the cops talk with the detective, they have a talk about the fruit. You well, know, they say bananas, ch- strawberries, Sh- cherries, cherries you, like, know, you know, fruit. fruit. <laughs> and I would like to say this: walk the Mr. Walker literally had fruit on his belly. Oh, man. there you go. A little, a little, a little t- throwback little, to after school there. there. Yeah, a little okay. fruit on his belly. Um, so anyway, Alex forces this cop to drive him to the prom. And so here we go. It's now prom time. It's everyone's dancing, having fun. The band is playing. The band. Oh, oh God. God. The band with the, the beautiful band. blonde mullet hair. He's got whatever. long, glorious golden locks. And he's wearing like a tux jacket with no, no sleeves, sleeves and no shirt. He's <laughs> flipping the hair back and forth. Yeah. Oh, it's awesome. Oh, and he does not look inspired. No. He's not. He's He's like... Oh, I'm playing a fucking prom game. <laughs> I should be playing an amphitheater somewhere. Yeah, should be touring with just, White Snake. Yeah, here. yeah, exactly. <laughs> so Sarah arrives with Leonard, the nerdy guy, who we have not, we haven't talked about him yet, but we see him a lot throughout. He's this movie. the QB. He's, he's the backup QB. Okay, he's the backup QB. He's the backup okay. QB. Um, and Mary Lou is seen watching Sarah from afar, and Leonard and Sarah then are like walking down this hallway. She stops to go into the girls' room. While Leonard is waiting for her, he hears noises coming from the business studies room, which that's just a weird way to label him. I like Leonard. I kind of felt bad for him. I did, too. I had nothing against Leonard. Um, he opens the door to find some kind of old, like, film equipment. We're talking. This looks I, like maybe a computer from 1960. Yeah, something I, that I you see, like, in the NASA program. I do not old, know what this is. It looks like a super-duper old computer. Yeah, but like, it's got, like, super it's got, like film strip with the, reels. With the discs that turn. Yeah, it's but like. But like, film strip going through, and there's, like, a little screen on it, and there's all these, like, I don't know. But It's this ancient piece of equipment. Yeah, and whatever it is, Leonard seems to be about Busting a nut in his pants. He's over pretty it. impressed, but he's like, "What a beauty! Wow!" Yeah. So Mary, whatever sh- the fuck it is, yeah, who, yeah. Mary Lou shows up, running her fingernails down the chalkboard, which gives me shivers every time. She kills him, but we don't really see how because the camera is quickly pulled back and out of the classroom, and the door slams. Behind and I don't it. understand why Leonard gets it. Yeah, I don't I, get it. it. Doesn't fit her mo. No, he's the one person that does not fit the mo because he's not a th- he's not a threat. To her, her having a relationship to, with Alex. And if anything, 
he would more or less help her by trying to right. win Sarah away from Alex. Exactly. You don't. So you're basically killing what could be an, an ally. unknown ally. Yeah. yeah. So his death. Yeah, I totally agree. It makes zero sense. Bad move, Mary Lou. So Alex and handcuffs the cop and leaves him on the sidewalk and rushes into the school. Um, Sarah comes out of the bathroom. She's looking for Leonard. She enters the same classroom where he was killed. She sees the same machine. And she walks towards it. Leonard's body falls from the ceiling, tangled up in, like, film strips. Film strips, yeah. And just hangs there in front of her. She screams, runs out. The door is blown off his hinges, and there stands in more purple light, light than Mary yeah. Lou. Mm-hmm. Sarah runs off down the hallway. When she comes to a locked door, The we get more of that flying, spinning camera action. Um, the show, like, Mary Lou's spirit chasing yeah. after Sarah. And I really, I said it before, I like these, because I just feel like you see, like, if you were to see it from the other way, you just like this banshee face, like, mm-hmm. hands up, going, ah, like, screaming and spinning. <laughs> I don't know. I like the effect. Uh, Sarah breaks the glass with one of her shoes and crawls through to the other side. Alex walks into the prom, dead center to the gym floor, fires the gun up into the air, and, and like, has anyone seen Sarah? And on cue, out she comes on stage. She comes stage. out from behind the, the curtain yeah. on stage. She's on stage. With the band. Alex! And before she can get to him, the stage begins to break apart and rip apart from underneath, like hell ripping open. And Mary Lou pops up out of the ground yeah. and grabs Sarah by the throat. Yep. And Alex is like, that's enough. No more killing. Take me. But you have to leave everyone else alone. So Mary Lou agrees Mary to Lou this deal. Mary Lou is a deal. She's like, yeah. deal. Tosses Sarah aside. He tells Sarah he loves her, but kind of plays off like, I love you. Mary Lou, because he's looking yeah, he's right at looking Sarah. looking at Sarah, but then glances back at Mary Lou and, you know, can make her satisfied. Yeah. And uh, he's like, all right, I'm ready to leave with you. She kisses him, and they, did, like, didn't float, descend down. They start to descending the into the pit. Sarah grabs the gun and leaps into the pit after him right before it closes. She finds herself in the hell version of the high school again, where dead Shane comes up from behind her. And he tells her that Alex doesn't need her anymore. She shoots him a bunch of times. Nothing happens. Shane takes the gun from he's her. He's like, hold on, look. And puts it in his mouth and shoots the back of his head out. Yeah. And he's fine. He's like, yeah, I'm fine. Yeah, he pulls a Kurt Cobain there and just yeah. blah. <laughs> and uh, so then he holds the gun to her head, pulls the trigger. But luckily for Sarah, it's out of bullets. Out of bullets. It's empty. She runs away, turns a corner, and runs into the dead versions of King Jack and Leonard, who... You know, they all start swarming her, and then she runs past them into the machine shop where she bars the doors long enough to make herself a makeshift flame from scratch flamethrower. She just makes what? a flamethrower. <laughs> this She MacGyver's a fucking flamethrower. She's pretty damn handy. From, like, a welder's <laughs> torch and what, piping or something. What, where, where did she get these materials? <laughs> yeah. She just makes like a fucking badass flamethrower. In like less than two minutes. Well, like under pressure too. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> and then she uses it to roast the three zombies. And in the gym, the prom coronation is taking place. And it's like a zombie prom. It's zombie prom. Uh, Mary Lou, Alex and Mary Lou are named prom king queen and Mary Lou leads Alex out onto the stage where he is placed in his throne. Now, in the meantime, Sarah comes across the jukebox, which we saw at the beginning of the movie, and it turns on, it plays the music. And she starts fighting the jukebox. Yeah, because it begins to move towards her <laughs> as it fires circular saw-bladed records at her. I love it. I love, love it. I, <laughs> I see this thing and coming at it, and it starts shooting, like, razor blade records. I'm like, yes! 
Yes, this is awesome. Yeah, I thought the same. I, I was watching like, God, I actually really enjoyed this. Like, I, I, like, know. I know. I'm watching this. I'm just like, yeah. <laughs> oh, I want to. I was so happy. So, um, she hits it with the flamethrower, but it manages to shoot out one last blade that cuts the hose of her flamethrower without her nose. Unbeknownst to her. So in the gym, Alex is strapped into his throne. And Mary Lou begins to slowly lower this crown. She's going to put a crown on top of it that has a drill on the inside that will burrow into his skull and mix his brains into pudding. Yep. It's it's pretty cool. It's really weird. Um, The zombie crowd just thinks they're clapping. It's like a weird, like, golf clap. Yeah, it's like a really zombified golf clap. Yeah. It's even slower than that. Yeah, it's slower than that. And it's like, it seemed like they tried to have a rhythm, but it's always falling off rhythm. It's really clumsy. Um, And Sarah bursts in. Alex gives a really lame and tame reaction to seeing her. Instead of like, holy shit, Sarah, what are you doing? He's like, Sarah? <laughs> like, Sarah, what are you doing What here? are you doing? Jeez. And so. Trying to save the world. Yeah. Again, you're messing it up. So Mary Lou says, your girlfriend looks mad, Alex. And Sarah says, call back. I don't get mad. I bake. And then pulls the trigger to the flame. Which would be a great line. Would be, but uh, nothing happens. Because the no line gas. So the zombie crowd moves in on Sarah, who manages to turn her flamethrower now into a bomb. Yeah. <laughs> she converts it on the fly from flamethrower to bomb. Just like with that. Like a wick, like a long wick thing. And basically the bomb, it, it is, it's a worst welder's torch with like a long metal like hose attached to it that's used for a wick. Which is now sparking yeah. and burning down. Which, she just instantly makes I mean, it. You can just substitute like the big black bowling ball. Yeah, wow, yeah, exactly. The same exactly. Effect. Mad props, I gotta say. <laughs> Sarah is a genius. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so we cut to uh, da, 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 Mary Lou uh, pulls Sarah up on stage from behind. Sarah drops the bomb. They're fighting. They're fighting, which rolls to Alex's feet. And Alex's like, uh, Sarah, Sarah, and trying to blow the wick out where he's strapped in. Mary Lou starts strangling Sarah, but Sarah gets a punch off, knocking away Mary Lou. She grabs the bomb, shoves Mary Lou into her throne, sticks the bomb down Ma- the front like of Mary Lou's dress. Inner cleavage. Yeah. yeah. And instead of grabbing the bomb and just simply tossing it away, which she clearly could have done, Mary Lou just sits there and screams until the bomb blows, blows up, up, blowing her up in a ball of fire. Alex and Sarah run off. Shane comes out of a locker and attacks. Did he just Sarah. get toasted? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But <laughs> nope. Nope, he's it's fine now. So now. He attacks Sarah. Alex chops him in the back with a fire axe, and the two of them run off down the hallway. And again, they get back to the machine shop again, where they hotwire like this old fifties car. The zombies are surrounding. They're all closing in on. And them. Mary Lou pops up in front of them. She's burnt now. She's all burnt and bloody this time. And Alex like like uh, puts the pedal to the metal and is like I'm going to drive over Mary. Lou. I'm going to drive through her and rise the car. Hits Mary Lou. Mary Lou and the car vanish in this purple light, and it reappears in a flash of thunder and light on the street. Kind of very similar, like, Back to the Future. Yeah, like, yeah, It's yeah. very Back to the Future-esque. Not as good as effects, but yeah. Yeah, but it's the same thing. Sure. Um, and he drives back, and he's so in. He's Sarah, back in reality. Yeah, Sarah and Alex, they kiss. They're shouting, we're home, we're home. And they drive off to find a payphone to call home, and, you know. Um, and this leads them to an old-fashioned car side, like, diner or car hop. And Alex gets out to use the payphone, which he notices only uses dimes huh, instead of quarters. Like, huh. He's like, Sarah, do you have a dime? 
and she's leaning, he's leaning into the front, leaning through the car window, and something like this <clears throat> demon sm- arm rips through Sarah's chest, smashes through the back of the chair, through her chest, kills her, and then Mary Lou pops up from the back seat, just laughing. Alex screams, and he starts running from person like help, 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 and like nobody even no one can hear like, him, nobody can hear him, nobody knows he's there. And the camera zooms out, and we see he's surrounded by cars from the 1950s. 1950s cars. Everybody's dressed up. There's the waitresses on roller skates. Since he's stuck back in 57, so, he, so he's back in 57. The camera zooms out as he's he breaks down. He's yelling out, "You win!" You he's laughing. He's kind of lost win. his mind. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And the camera zooms out some more. Roll credits. That is uh, prom, prom night, night three. three. The last kiss. Um. Again, before we move on, I, I want to say again, I just I really think uh, Sarah was pretty awesome in this movie. Uh, I thought she was the best character and best actress. She's in probably this the movie. best actress. She's yeah. definitely the best. Mm-hmm. Um, so with that said, let's move on to our favorite kills. Don't act like you didn't love it. Favorite kill. All right, I like the kills in this movie. They're yeah. they're pretty fun. They're pretty gruesome. They're unique. I mean, yeah, yeah, definitely better than some of the ones you've had the last few weeks. Yeah. Um, so what would be your uh, – what's your favorite for the week? I think my favorite kill has to be the uh, ice cream cones through the hands. And then the mixer through the You know, with the, the mixer through the head just because ice cream cones through the hands. Yeah. <laughs> that's pretty fucking funny. And, like, I and didn't delicious. expect it. Like, I saw her slam her hands down. I was like – and it doesn't show up. They just show this big blood splatter on his face. Yeah. He's going, ah, and I'm like, she didn't stab his hands with those hands with those cones, <laughs> did she? Did he? And then it pans out. I'm like, yes, she did. Yes, she did. Yeah, it's co- the cone and then the ice cream stone top of the cone. Top. Oh, man, I was like, that's hilarious. And then shoves a hand mixer through his fucking face. Yeah. Um, I loved it. I, loved I agree it. with you. That's, that was my favorite kill, too. Yeah. Sweet yeah. That. that was definitely, yeah, by far the best I mean, but kill. The, the pacemaker kill wasn't bad. Uh, the other... I the kinda, drill football was yeah, crazy. That was, was kind of weird. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> But yeah, I mean the the kills were fun. Yeah, they were. They were. It was a good time with this one. All right, so moving on to odds and ends. Not only did they watch these films, they researched them too. Ugh, what is wrong with these guys? Uh, ratings: IMDb four point four out of ten. Uh, there is no official tomato score on the Rotten Tomatoes for okay. this on the thermometer. Uh, but it has a sixteen percent audience score. That's it. Oh yeah! Wow. And Amazon three point four out of five. Huh. Uh, plot keywords, uh, prom, of course, sex with ghost, and for the second time, Canucksploitation. We had I forget, second time. That's huh? the second time you've had that one now. I forget huh. what movie we did first where, we, where I first saw Canucksploitation, another Canadian movie, but uh, yeah. yeah it was Canadians. Huh? Yeah, Canucksploitation. Yeah. Uh, unfortunately, there's only there's really not much trivia for this. Uh, only thing I could find out is, is that Mary Lou Maloney is the only character to appear in more than one prom night film. She's mm-hmm. in two and three. And this was kind of crazy. Uh, the actor Brock Simpson is the only actor who appeared in all four prom night movies, but has different characters each time. Was he the janitor? No. Uh, in prom night one, he's young Nick. He's one of the kids from the opening of the movie. In prom night two, he plays Josh. Prom night three, he plays Larry, which, again, they're all minor roles. I don't remember who Larry is. Is he the cop? I think he might be the cop. The cop who gets handcuffed. He's like, why fruit? I think that's Larry. Maybe. Anyway, Anyway, it could be. And then prom night four, he plays Father Colin. So that guy's been in all four prom nights as a different character each time. That's really (laughs) kind of, yeah. Um, 
And sadly, though, the, I could not, no matter what I could do, find the budget for this movie. So there is no budget game this week. Uh, but that's that's a bummer because yeah, uh, yeah it's it's. I would have guessed one. I already had a guess. Okay, was one point two million. That was not my a bad guess. guess. Not a bad guess. Now you know. I'm thinking that's probably what it was. Because I mean, honestly, the effects weren't bad. No, they, the effects for the time were pretty good. Yeah, I mean, it, they had a lot of. There was a. It was a good. It was pretty well done. Yeah, it was a pretty well Especially done for movie. Being like from what I, what I assume I don't know if it's true or not, but from what I gathered, it was a straight to VHS video for yeah. the for the late eighties. Yeah, it's pretty. It's pretty decent quality. Yeah, I mean, it's not bad at all, and uh, yeah, I don't know what I had to convert it to Canadian dollars. <laughs> You know, yeah. loons. Loons. All right, so uh, we do have some five-star reviews, though. Oh, well, hey, what's for them? Is this your guilty pleasure? Five-star reviews. All right, from Ken Mackick. McKeck? I don't know. McKeck. Wife likes it. Five stars. Hey! <laughs> <laughs> and, you uh, know, it's kind of the theme of this movie is <laughs> keep the woman happy. Yeah. Right? Yes. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Um, from Amanda. If you are a horror buff that loves all horror movies and not ju- just the ones with the 05 special effects, you'll love this one. I did. The humor's a little dry, but I still loved it. Five stars. Humor's dry. Eh, a little bit. And from Sexy Love. Ooh. Ooh, let me hear let me hear what you got to say there. Sexy Love. Let's 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 make a little bit of love to my <laughs> eardrums. Let's let's hear Sexy Love. Prom Night 3 is awesome as a hot sexy cast. And the story is the same as Prom Night 2 with six exclamation marks. But no, it's not. It's not the same storyline. That's weird. Mary Lou is back in action killing students and teachers again. All right. But this time she's in love with Zach Gillian. Put it on the I glass. don't know who Zach Gillian is, but she ended there with seven <laughs> exclamation points. Prom Night 3 is a five-star movie. Five stars. <laughs> Isn't Zach Gillian the guy from Gremlins? I don't know. I'm pretty sure that's the guy. But oddly enough, he kind of looks like him. He kind of does. He, the, Billy from Gremlins. Okay. All right. I think that's him, if I'm not mistaken. It's not the same actor, though. No, I, it's not. It's not the same actor, but they kind of look. They got a definite similar look. I look. I typed in Zach Gilligan or Gillian to see if he would show up, and I, nothing popped up right away. I didn't do a deep search. But, yeah. I mean, nothing like IMDb Zach Gillian popped up, so I, I don't I'm pretty, pretty sure it's Gremlins. It could be. Yeah. It could be. Uh. So that's it. We're, we're uh, final. Yeah, moving on it's, to uh, it's, final. Uh, it's, it's not a lot of trivia, not a lot of stuff. Yeah, it, there's man, not a whole yeah. lot uh, on this movie because it is like it's a little hard to find. Uh, we didn't even say where we found it. I, we had to find it on YouTube. Like, yeah. That's the only place I could find it was YouTube. Couldn't find it anywhere else. But someone on YouTube's posted the whole movie, and God bless them because yeah. I'm going to go ahead and say, so bad it's good. I really enjoyed the movie. I thought it was a lot of fun. Uh, I, I, you know, it was. It had good effects. It would. It was. It was. Tongue in cheek, but it was good. I liked it. I enjoyed it. Yeah, uh, I totally agree with you. I thought like this movie was gonna be awful. Like, oh my god, probably just gonna be so bad. Probably like three, mm-hmm. really. And don't get me wrong, it is a bad movie, but it's bad in the best of ways. Right. Like, it's it's and they they were campy with it. They were intentionally cheesy in some parts, but it was. If you lose yourself, it's it is. It's just a fun. Ridiculous, right? I mean, right. killer jukeboxes shooting out saw wreck records. A girl makes a fucking flamethrower and a bomb on the same goddamn thing. Stabbing people with ice cream I mean, cones. I mean, it is 
surprisingly just a fun little watch. Yeah, nice little nurse strip tease. Yeah, you it's get patriotic. Some, it's got American flags you, you everywhere. You get some good side boob and upper boob. Yeah, uh, <laughs> nice side boob. Uh, so and yeah, I mean the acting we've seen way worse. I oh, think yeah. Alex could have been a lot better, but uh, Sarah is awesome in this movie. Uh, so yeah, I same thing. So bad it is good. We both recommend trying to track this down. Watch and look it up on YouTube if you can. Yeah, um, it's a fun little watch. Uh, so that's gonna wrap us up for this week. Remember to check out our Facebook page. Uh, you can check out our website, horriblehorrorpodcast.com. We're also on Twitter at so bad it's scary. We're uh you can d- on uh uh. uh What's the what's the picture one? Oh, the, yeah, the little picture. Oh, yeah, the Instagram, the Instagram thing. That, 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 no, the picture one. You know that that massive successful yeah, social that, media site. Yeah, yeah that, that little that one. one. We're a horrible horror podcast on that little gem, <laughs> and you can download and listen to us at Podbean at horriblehorror.podbean.com. and of course subscribe, like to us, give us five stars if you're feeling generous on iTunes as well. All 100 free. We'll be back in another week with another. Probably shitty horror movie. Uh, in the meantime, <laughs> who knows? Who we might knows? find another might gem. Like it too. Who knows? Uh, that does it for us. I'm Marshall Hampton. Stay classy, San Diego. Peace out, Moon Goons.